Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Culture Sports Podcast. I'm your host, TK, along with my co-host, my ace, my dog, the unapologetic geek, Mr. Jarius Thomas. What's happening? What do you do, bro? What do you oh, do, man? man. Just, God, I mean, it feel like a new day in the nation. Yeah, right, you know I mean? right, right. You know, like, since the last time we dropped the episode, man, a lot has changed, except for racism and bigotry. But, yeah, yeah. but the... The the head clansman in charge has got fired. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we gonna get into that, man. I think that's gonna be a part of my culture shot today. I I that's the bet. So listen, man. You know, uh, we we've reached we've reached a halfway mark in the NFL. I think we should start the NFL, man, because you know that's the big thing right now. What's going other than the election? And we gonna like you said talk about that. So. We reached a midway point, man. Um, and thus far, it has been a very interesting uh, season, oh, man. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I want to start with um, MVP, man. Like, who you got right now as far as midseason MVP? Feet to the fire, if I had to choose who the MVP is thus far, I'm going with Russell Wilson. Uh, Russell Wilson is literally, literally carrying the Seattle Seahawks yet again for what? Maybe the third year in a row. Yet again, he's carrying the team. And despite having an, an historically bad defense, he has them uh, at the top of the division with a winning record. And yeah, that that's that's my guy. There are some other candidates. I, I'll listen to yours before I get into a couple that could easily be in there. But right, right now, I think Russell Wilson is on the verge of locking up his first ever MVP award. Man, um, hadn't they lost two in a row? Uh, I, I, I thought I, they I, just went one I one. Think, I'm, I may be, I may be incorrect. Let's I think this. they lost two in a row. Um, but but anywho's man, um. Russ, I I could see Russ, bro. Um, I I, I kind of feel like he's not carrying the team as much, um, you know, as he has in previous years because DK has been uh, just just a monster. Lockett has proven to be as consistent as he's always been, even more so this year, I believe. Um. Outside of Chris Carson being hurt these last two games, you know, um, the running game has been pretty good. Their biggest problem, though, is their defense is shit. Their defense, like I said, historically, they're on their way to being historically bad. Dog, they've given up almost 3,000 passing yards in the first half. This shit is ridiculous. And, you know, And and they they big acquisition you know this offseason was was Jamal Adams and you know I I I, I personally feel about that, um, but they look bad man like with him and without him it's been the same shit, yeah. the, the exact same, but as far as MVP goes man, um, Alvin Kamara has 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 been um really balling out in the absence of, of the slant king 
Um, <laughs> uh, that, that's a surprise. Like, like he, for real, man. It, like he's he's leading the league in scrimmage yards. Um, now he's been playing everywhere: receiver on the outside, slot receiver, running back. You know, he's he's definitely my my top three is 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 Russell, Kamara, and and Mahomes. Okay. Um, and and I don't I don't even have particular order, man. But like I am really impressed by Kamara and my dark horse right now is uh especially if they really turn it around and and, and say they win out or go ten and six or something like that. Dalvin Cook, dog, has 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 Dalvin really, Cook has been amazing. He has like, been amazing, man. If they turn it around, been, I can see it. And it's it's crazy because their defense has, has gotten better after trading off a all pro defensive end. Yep. Like they've yeah. gotten rid of two defensive studs from the offseason with Everson Griffin and with uh Ngakwe. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah, I I don't mind that. Uh I'm with you completely on the Pat Mahomes. Um Securing it again, they they've been playing very well. And the thing about them is, he has a hell of a defense backing him up now. Yes, they will take that bitch away. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm good with Pat Mahomes. I like that Dalvin Cook pick, but you know, there's some things that that have to happen. I love the Kamara pick. Uh, another good one. Well, and I don't, I of course don't think he'll win, but Kyler Murray has been very impressive this year. Yeah, yeah, he he has, man. Um, but but what a difference a real a real number one wide receiver makes for a quarterback, dog. And he's also making other receivers. Yes. And, you well, know, and that's a byproduct of of having DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, well, I mean, Christian Kirk has always been sneaky good, man. Yeah, you know, he he was good in college at A and I I liked him back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, having. Having Hopkins, man, I, I think if they get this man a, a, a real tight end um, and do something with that line, that offense will be hell. Because <laughs> you can't – like, he 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 is Vic 2.0, dog, with yeah. a better oh, arm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. With a way better arm. Much more accurate arm, too. Yes. Yes. That, that's what I'm talking about. His accuracy mm-hmm. is light years ahead of what, what I saw with Vic. Um yeah, I, I like that pick, man. I, I, I do. Um this 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 like I say, this season has been an aberration, man, you know, for 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 New England. Um I like I, I love seeing them suffer. I really do. Um <laughs> like it, it it warms the heart, man. Having KO couldn't get you enough goodwill. To to not be okay with their suffering, huh? Yeah, like listen, man. I I love to see it, man. Um, I and I, I like Buffalo being seventy two. Like, I honestly have no problem with Buffalo, man. Out of everybody in that division, I like the Bills. Like, I rooted for the Bills back in the day to beat Dallas because you know it's Dallas. I, hate I like what fans. they're doing. I like what they're doing. I like Josh Allen, even though he can be a little erratic at times. I'm from still one not game convinced to another. But uh, I like I like the way that team is constructed. 
Right. Uh, and then, I mean, look at the Dolphins. The Dolphins are pretty entertaining themselves. First of all, I hate the Dolphins. Of course. Um, you, you know, and, and, and that's just 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 on some rivalry shit. Like, right. the 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 Patriots was never a rivalry of the Jets at all. Like, so so like we have to be mad at the low hanging fruit, which has been the Dolphins. But I will say what I do like about them, they have a black head coach at a black GM and they have uh uh they have a good team, man. Like those two have really put together, you know, a nice I think they little, can sneak a playoff spot. I think they can sneak sneak one of those new wild card spots and get in. I, I think so. They won't win. That playoff game. Oh, no, 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 no. It's, it's going to be 21 years of running of no playoff wins. You know, that's they as far as I can go for this. They can definitely whoop the New England Patriots ass, though, man. By the way, like, unless Cam Newton just comes in and he turns it around and does something, this is it's not looking good for his prospects going forward, man. And that's unfortunate. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, it is, man. And, you know, the sad part is he really don't have much help. Honestly, yeah, on top, but of all nobody's that. gonna care about that. Nobody's gonna care about that. Well, here's, here's the thing, and even though he has the injuries, I grant that the thing that's working against him is in that same system, it almost feels like Tom Brady found a way, even if the team wasn't great. I mean, Tom has never had a outside of Randy Moss and, and uh, Aaron Hernandez and Gronk, he never really had that dynamic those dynamic playmakers. And even though that team, to be honest, that team was trash last year. And a lot of people acknowledged it. Uh, They had Gilmore. Of course, the defense looked better. The defense is what carried them last year. Exactly. That offense was trash last year. Yes. And and Tom Brady's numbers, you know, were – I mean, he wasn't – his numbers were indicative that he made them that offense look better than what it actually was. And that's the thing, even though, you know, of course we have the injuries and all of that. And, and none of this is, I, I'll say it's not all Cam's fault. I will say that. But people, we already know people are going to compare the two and it's from one year to the next. And yeah, injuries are going to play the part, but injuries are part of the game. But that's going to be the sticking point against them. Right. But I mean, here's the thing, man. Um, if that defense wasn't so shit, they would they would have a winning record right now. Like, seriously. What what they're what, three and five? Some, uh, yeah. Somewhere yeah, up in there. So. Um I I think if that defense was, you know, the defense they had last year, they would be five and three right now. Like they have they have given up. They 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 have given up over twenty points in six of their eight games. Hmm. Last year they gave up twenty or more only three times. Yeah, I believe it was. That that was an amazing defense last year. Exactly. Um, You know, last year they gave they had I want to say six hundred yard rushes against them. You know, and three of those rushes were teams that were in the top twelve in rushing. The only the only bad teams they gave up hundred yards to last year was Cincinnati and I believe um the Redskins. But this year I think they've already done that four times. 
So, you know, yeah, Cam 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 has had his his unfortunate fumbles and bad throws and but again, man, like if you don't watch the game, you wouldn't know who the nigga is he throwing to. And that's that's just what it is. Harry looks like a bus. Um uh Julian Pedelman. <laughs> he you know, he he look washed since he clean now. Alright. You know, Bill and, and you know, what we see in between what we seeing with 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 Bill and what we seeing with Tom in in New England has really ignited the who was the the key to the success in New England. Exactly, because you you really could make the argument that Tom is only doing well in Tampa Bay because he he has so many weapons, but at the same time, that actually works for him considering how well he did without great weapons in New England, like. It's it's really a push or yeah a push pull between who gets the credit at this point from what I'm saying. Right, uh, that's been a wild ride in and of itself. And uh, now I think if he wins the Super Bowl, I think it's over. With. Okay, but look, since since we since we got well since we talking about it, let me just say now they not winning the Super Bowl. No, they definitely not winning the Super Bowl. You know. Um, <laughs> Bro, listen, you you look at that team, man, and and it was like they assembled the Avengers just to score a goddamn field goal. Like everybody was talking about Tom and he, you know, him putting the infinity stones in the gauntlet with with Godwin and 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 with 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 uh. Mike Evans, and then when they signed for Annette and Ronald Jones, and then they got grunk and law when they brought up Antonio Brown, it was just it's over with. You and know then, who Antonio Brown and is going to adversely affect the most? I, oh, I, I'm, wait a minute. Before I get to that question, I do want to talk about that game. When I saw it was 31 at the half, 31-0 at the half, I was halfway asleep, swear to God, halfway asleep. I got up, turned it on, because I'm like, I got to see this shit. Either it's going to be a miraculous comeback, or I have to look at what uh, the Saints are doing to beat the hell out of them like this. And my wife turned over, and she was like, like, why are you up? And I'm like, I got to see this game. So anyway, I'm looking at it, man. Four rushing plays for the entire game. Right. The defense had nothing, nothing for New Orleans, for New Orleans and their offense. It was a field day for everybody over there. Taysom Hill was just out there acting a goddamn fool every time he got on the the, uh, the turf. Every time. And then, you I mean, the defense could give you nothing. The offense could give you nothing. You, you want to be honest, man, and, and I'm just going to call it what it is. Tom is not only is not getting a crash course in this being uh, this not being New England from his teammates because that team that team around him that's I can argue that that's the best assemblage of talent he has ever played with. He realizes he's no longer in New England because of the coaching staff that he has to deal with rushing four times. 
and getting decimated like that is a direct indication of coaches not having their team prepared for the game. It almost feels like Bruce Arians and his crew has taken for granted that they have Tom Brady and they don't have to do anything else. I'm just being honest. That's what it looks like to me. I don't know, though. I, I'm 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 pointing the finger. Yeah, Brady was putrid. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I love to see but it. I'm talking about that defense, bro. That defense, like, what the fuck was that? What was that, TJ? Listen, dog. Um, first of all, uh, one thing I I, I noticed, man, and it, it it it's ha- it's happened again. Marshawn Lattimore owns Mike Evans. <laughs> now, if you, if you go back when I did my Flash Five mm-hmm. top cornerbacks, right? He was up there. One of my talking points was about Marshawn Lattimore. I think I had him three. I had to go back and look. It's been a while, but I said then I said he he's playing in a murderous role of wide receivers in that division mm-hmm. and. Can't one of the top dogs, right? None no. of them has really just, you know, broke this man down. And I said, you know, on on this on on, on that, that that uh segment that he blanked Mike Evans last year, blanked him, and we get to, again to this year, he blanks him again at home well, with a better home. quarterback, and that that adversely affected my my. Fantasy team, but that's neither here nor there. Killed it. My thing is this: you got uh, Antonio Brown out there now, right? Did you know that this year, this is Mike Evans' fewest targets in any year he's played in at this point in the season. This is his fewest targets, and you're going to take. And that was before AB even touched the field, right? You're about to take more of that because Tom Brady went. And was like, bring him in here. Bring Antonio Brown in here. Well, first of all, Mike can't stay healthy for every snap of the goddamn game. Yeah, he, uh, he he definitely gimpy. But you 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 add that and you know, a lot of people, you know, wanna you know, you you point that his target share about to really decrease because of um Antonio Brown. But on the slick his target share was going to decrease anyway, whether you had Antonio Brown or not, because Grunk has rounded out into playing shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cameron Brait has has been doing his thing. Scotty Miller has started to show some signs. And they had a sneaky, damn good sneaky fifth-round pick in Tyler Johnson, who has just, you know, been a revelation as well that I wanted to fucking just to draft. But that's a whole nother uh, <laughs> argument. But he has came and started sniping targets as well. Mm-hmm. Now you got Godwin who's back, you know, getting back healthy. Um, and like it's I said, It's a long bro, year, man. It's a long year. It's at the point now where he's either going to benefit in a red zone like he has been. Yes. He's going to benefit in a red zone or he's going to get shut out completely because, it, because of all the talent that's around him, man. They They – well, a combination of his health and that personnel will reduce him to a red zone play. Right. Right. He is very like that's, red zone. You know, it, like 
Like you, you watch him in that game, man. He go out for a route. He come up, gipping. He limping. He waving a nigga in to come get him. Like he, he, he's been doing that all season, dog. Since game one. Yes. Since game one. But but let, let me just go back and say I really thoroughly enjoyed seeing those three picks. Like, <laughs> man, it, it, I was sitting on my couch eating the W for Jameson, dog. When I saw all them goddamn picks. Like, I, I love it. I do. Because when I did the, when I did my flash five for quarterbacks, niggas lit me up in the comments, in the mentions, because I didn't have Tom top five. <laughs> like, I argue with folks for days over this, dog. And he, he you know, I, I and the crazy part about it, I gave him his props. I was like, he's going to be hell with, you know, with the talent he had. And this is before anybody. <laughs> that's not enough. <laughs> right. With, and this is before, you know, anybody even thought about A.B. going down there or Grunk. This is before Grunk and A.B. when I did this. Yeah. And I just said with that talent that they had then, he was going to be hell because he hadn't had a dynamic wide receiver like that mm-hmm. since Randy Moss. And it still wasn't good enough. <laughs> but real quick before we, we end up moving off Tom Brady and on to – uh, something else that I thought was hilarious. Um, the rookies this year. It's going to be a tight race between uh, Justin Herbert and, and Joe Burrow, isn't it? Yeah, dog. <laughs> and it don't even matter with, about the wins with the rookie of the year. Because first of all, neither one of them niggas' defense is worth a damn. Yeah, no. Nah. And then the thing is, and now they, and let's go to Chargers corner. Here's the Chargers corner portion of this show. I didn't mind the peak when they made it. I personally wanted Cam to come. Shows how much I know. Yeah. Justin Herbert has far exceeded my expectations. From that game where he he dueled it out with uh, Pat Mahomes, I've been like, okay, this I can see this being the guy. If he irons out those kinks and gets rid of those uh, turnovers and, and those mistakes, rookie mistakes that he's made, we're on to something here. <clears throat> but, man, I can't tell you how heartbreaking it is to lose all these games we've been losing by damn touchdowns or field goals or even extra points at this point. Like, it, it's been it's been rough, but I like where they're going. Additionally, is Joe Burrow, I mean, he the, the kid looks like he's a man. He is. He he is, dog. And, and and let me tell you what I what what my hope is for both of these kids, man. Mm-hmm. Is that the front office invests in some goddamn left tackles. Yes. And 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 centers to help Protect both of these kids. Because if you can keep them healthy, man, you you're on to something. Because dog, um, your boy Herbert, okay, uh, he's got he's got Keenan Allen. That that is about as consistent as you gonna get. You know, he has him. He has Guyton who can be dynamic on the outside. Of, you know, with the speed. If Mike Williams ever just fully turns that corner, then if we can you know, get some consistency out of him, we're on and, to something. And if I and I seriously doubt they let Hunter Henry walk. You know, oh, they no way. They gonna pay him that six to eight million per, uh, you know, this year. You but, gotta keep Austin Eckler and that. And that Eckler uh, got paid though. He did, but I'm saying you got to keep him healthy. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. He needs well, to you stay got healthy, him. and you got some other running backs with some potential to play behind him. 
Like, yeah, and, and you know, them picking up Kenneth Balaj after yeah. the stupid fucking Jets let him go. <laughs> and, and to see him average like seven yards of carry off the goddamn streets pisses me off, but that's a whole nother conversation. But you know, he 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 has offensive talent around him. He he needs help up front. They got some injuries on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, Melvin Ingram might leave, but dog, they if they keep him upright, he he gonna be hell. He's gonna be a better Philip Rivers as far as the numbers. And yeah, you know, yeah, I can like, see that. Like right now, he has like what twenty two hundred passing, uh, seventeen TDs. Five interceptions. So you know, buddy, buddy is damn near at a four to one ratio touchdown and interceptions. Like you know, other than Pat Mahomes, who's at twenty five to zero, uh, twenty five to one ratio. Yeah, you ain't gonna get too much better than that. And as far as Joe Burrow goes, same thing, man. You know, he needs protection, dog, because he has wide receivers. Like they were smart. Yeah, Higgins, Higgins. Yeah. Dude, love the kid, man. Yes. Oh man. my God. Like him, like they can they can do something. They can do something. Yeah. For real. Yeah. And by the way, the Bengals, I think the Bengals front office is a little bit overrated. Uh especially when you consider, and that's the one thing I wanted to say. Bill Belichick is a horrible GM. This is make that clear. He's a horrible GM. And when you look at what the Bengals have done and really what the Chargers have done and other teams that are uh, traditionally laughing stocks of the, the NFL or teams that are just, you know, almost there, the Bengals are, are not bad when it comes to, to getting talent. They really aren't. Right. It's just rough with them winning fucking games. Yeah, like, you know, again, <laughs> man, it, it goes to – just not having enough personnel, man. I, I think, I, I think if they get, you know, get them a good, good solid couple of linemen and get themselves a good cornerback, um, they, they'll be all right. They ain't ready to to contend in that division. <laughs> that motherfucker rough. Um, you know, Baltimore gonna still own that division. Uh, it, it's just what it is. Um, they 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 have the the best organization right now um, in that division, with a close second by Pittsburgh. Um, you know, stability matters, dog. And those two are two of the most stable franchises in the league, probably the last ten years. And and yeah. it, it, and it shows. Yeah. Um. So moving leaving on, the man. trash though. Let me just start it out there. Forever. No. Nothing. For, forever. Nothing. Forever trash. And, and like I have never seen an organization struggle that mightily to choose a, a quarterback. Ever. They got running backs. They got wide outs. By the way, get get OBJ to help out of there. Yeah. It's let, time. It's time. It, it didn't work. You tried. Yeah. Let, and, let and it the, go. Let the man free. Um they even got a solid defense. And Baker is just – he's just mediocre. He's just mediocre. He seems like a cool dude. I like But he Baker, just – he just – I don't know. I, he doesn't work for me, man. He he just doesn't. I, I, I like Baker, man. I think a, a lot of the trepidations is people just don't like his personality. 
I think, but I usually I like think the Ric Flair type dude, man. I think he rubs people the wrong way, and you know the whole and, and, and Stephen A. lit a lot of this fire with with the you know him shooting the commercials and shit, and he hadn't proven anything. Like, listen, man. First of all, as far as that goes. These companies don't give a fuck if you've proven anything. If you got followers and a name, endorsements are coming. Well, and here's the thing. I don't. You'll be a fool to turn the money down. I'm not thinking it's this. How long did it take Pat Mahomes during his first year to get a commercial? You see what I'm saying? Like, I understand it's a different circumstance. Pat Mahomes wasn't this, this cool guy or this cool personality coming in. But he was on the field and had to wait to get his turn. You feel right. Me? But but dog, but 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 you gotta understand though. Baker was in the headlines for his antics. Baker was in the headlines for his play on the field. Baker was in the headlines because he won a Heisman. Like, you know, you you yeah, it's they, a, nobody it's, believed in Pat Mahomes but Andy Reid to draft him that high. Well, they they're foolish. I won't tell you why. I'm gonna tell you who put me on Pat Mahomes. It was Colin Coward. Yeah. He said if any team that passes on Pat Mahomes is missing out on the future of the league. He was like, Yeah, he was at Texas Tech. Yeah, it was a Mike Leach led offense. But he was saying if anybody with some common sense could look at him and be like, I right, I can light some shit up with this dude. And that's why that's why it looks funny just in retrospect. Mitch Trubisky never looked better than Pat Mahomes. And Chicago took him like an idiot. <laughs> Chicago, though. Like, first of all, they, they bid it against themselves to move up to select this dude. Exactly. Like, <laughs> come on, man. And Andy Reid, when, when Pat Mahomes fell into his lap, Andy Reid was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh. Right. Uh, and by the way, I love uh, the the stories I hear about them, those two. Um, like, they really like each other. Andy Reid and, and Pat Mahomes. Uh, and uh, Pat say, put the sneak in the Hall of Fame. I'll always say, Pat Mahomes is, the, is a quarterback who clearly saved Andy Reid from himself. Like, when Andy Reid starts doing that stupid coaching shit, Pat Mahomes has the talent to overcome the bullshit that, that Andy Reid does. This is a perfect marriage. Um, but moving on. Have you been just, over the past two days, paid attention to the NBA news that's been thrown out there? Well, not even uh, the past two days. Let's say over the past couple of weeks. Uh, the only thing that I've, I've really paid attention to, man, is... Um, the top three things that's, that's cross crossed my feed that I really looked at is Kawhi crying for some help. <laughs> uh, trying to get Chris Paul. Yeah, try trying just trying to get anybody besides uh Jason <laughs> Be- uh or Pat Beverly and uh layoff P. <laughs> um, you know, that that whole LA Clippers saga and the players mad because he was getting preferential treatment like and he, he, was, he get rebooted uh, he was keeping it started. Yeah, he was he was having, you know, the team late for flights and all that shit, man. Uh let me just say Braun would never. But I, I, but anyway. True. And he could never with the way the media and, and social right. media would come back on him. Uh but you got you got that with the Clippers. 
Um, and then, you know, the other news that that crossed crossed my timeline and people been talking about is the seventy two game schedule starting December twenty second, which is insane. But yeah, you know, it, it's it, insane. It's insane for every team that was in the bubble for sure. Yeah, and it's what is like seventy two days after. Uh, you know, I believe so. It's gonna be something tight, like that, <laughs> yeah, right? Like you, you know, them bubble folks they had no time off. Yep, especially uh the the Heat and the Lakers. Yes, which, uh, I think there are going to be some concessions for those teams, uh, just depending on where you were, how your your games are probably going to be more spaced out. Starting yeah. out, and then um, the other thing was uh, the talk about Giannis in Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that happens, this is a wrap. All right, so uh, let, me, let me just get into it. Going back to to your first talking point that you brought up, uh, and we won't even get into the, the NBA schedule because I don't think, you know, it's worth really talking about a lot. It kind of is what it is. If CP3 goes to the Clippers, that means Paul George is headed right back to OKC. And they might ship just Pat Bev with him. I think Lou Williams is going to to be able to say that does change that team significantly. However, I don't think it's going to be enough to not only – I mean, you know what? That, I believe last year they could have beaten the Lakers, to be honest. But other teams will pick them apart. Like, I think the Denver Nuggets will still have their number. I think the Dallas Mavericks will probably steal the deal this time around, if that's the case. And honestly, they could have beat him if Porzingis didn't get hurt. Um, but it's CP3, as great as a point guard as he is, and they, that team will improve. I don't think it will be enough for them to, to overcome a West that's only going to get progressively tougher. I say the niggas should just run it back. But what, what they have, I yeah. agree. I agree. Just, just, just run it back. Doc is gone. You got to You gonna have a new coach? Um, just run it back, man. Fuck it, because <sighs> you're not gonna get you know a high caliber player without really busting up that team, man. You, you're not. And then for them to give up all that they gave up to get layoff P, you need to make that nigga stay there and and earn. <laughs> Everything, cause cause dog, they they gave up a lot, a lot, and them boys went to OKC and you know Gallinari and 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 you know all of them, they went you know they went and did their thing, man, with Paul. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I yeah, wouldn't yeah. send him nowhere, man. Just run it back. Yeah, yeah, I I I agree with that. I agree with that. Um. But the other thing that I wanted to get into in both of these parts, uh, both of these parts were were hilarious to me. Russell Westbrook saying that he wants out of Houston because he doesn't like the uh, lack of accountability and the a uh, cultural direction that the organization is going in is fucking hilarious to me. This comes on the heels of uh, the uh, Daryl Morey saying he wants to go back and get James Harden to bring him to the 76ers. 
And then there was a rumor out there saying um, that that they would be getting rid of Harden and Westbrook. Um, with that being said, first of all, ain't nobody taking them contracts. But go ahead. Nobody. They couldn't. They're going to get paid eighty-one million dollars next year. That's yeah. I would ship Russell Westbrook's ass right to the New York Knicks where he no. get all the double doubles or triple doubles that he wants. I don't know. No. No. First of all, this nigga's what, 34? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? He's he's in his 30s and he ain't broad. So it it it's it's just not gonna work, dog. Listen. They just got Tibbs up in New York, man. Okay, we got a slew of power forwards. They can move a couple of <laughs> you know, for, for a guard or two. But, like, the, the assets that you will have to give up to match that 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 salary, like, no. No. It is, it's, it's not even worth it, dog. He, he ain't going to get you but, what, 10, 12 more wins? Probably <laughs> if that if that like, if he gives you that man like nah man nah just no I rather I, I've the heard the, just keep going I've heard the rumor about Westbrook going to the Clippers that would be a fucking disaster yes. you don't you don't want that to happen just uh, but I would definitely ship his ass off man I, I would ship him matter of fact if I'm not mistaken I'm hearing that the Charlotte Hornets now want him. Let him go out there and play the rest of his days in relative obscurity, is what I say. Uh, Harden says he wants to stay with the Rockets. Um, they're going to have to make a decision soon. I tell you what, man. Um, if Harden leaves Houston, man, it's going to hurt the stripper economy. <laughs> Cause in the dark ages, yeah, like, hey, hey, look, man, he doesn't, he he doesn't help more put more more girls through school than the United Negro College for. That is gonna be a sad day in 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 the in the strip clubs if he's if he's leaving. Period. Uh, I absolutely agree. But the last thing I heard, which is this, made my day. Like just just hearing it. It's just so funny to me. And matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to actually read it to you. Um, so let's see if I can pull it up real quick. <clears throat> this is a report from some magazine in Indiana, uh, Indy Star. It says, it happened versus the Toronto Raptors. It happened versus the Miami Heat. It happened versus the New York Knicks. Can I come play with y'all or some iteration of that puzzling statement? That's what Victor Oladipo said in front of Indiana Pacers teammates, increasing the agitation with the star guard in the locker room. Three league sources with direct knowledge of the situation told Indy Star. Aaron Turner, Oladipo's agent, didn't respond to requests for comment. Bruh, after games, Victor Oladipo is telling his opponent, asking his opponent, can I go play with y'all, man? <laughs> Do you understand how funny that is? Yo, y'all got it. Y- y'all niggas hired. <laughs> <laughs> 
So so he so he done turned into the ugly girl at the <laughs> club when the lights come on. Exactly. With the ugly dude, you know, at the club when the lights come on, you know, trying to latch on with anybody. <laughs> Dog. He tried to get a ride home, bro. With that being said, man, I get going wanting to go to Toronto. I get one to go to Miami, man. Does he think he's he's gonna do what Carmelo tried to do? He gonna turn the Knicks around all them goddamn power forward, bro. Listen, but it'll it'll work though. And <laughs> let me let me let me tell you why it'll work though, dog. Okay, yeah, we got we got a million power forwards. Yeah, everybody knows <laughs> this. But with the with the type of ball that Tibbs play, you know, his in his defensive coaching, like he he be able to get off his shots and everything because you got a, you got a big man in Mitchell Robinson who is going to crash the boards and play defense. He ain't out there trying to shoot no 15 foot jumpers. Mm-hmm. You know, you got you got a powerful than Julius Randle who can score anywhere on the floor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you got RJ Barrett who you going to take the ball out of his hands and got him at the 3 and let him, you know, Create shots in space and move around. Um, then you got you have Oladipo who who you can play at, at the one or the two. Our problem is just having a a, a full time point guard. And, and we got um God, what's his name, man? Oh, this nigga can jump out the gym too. I, it I, ain't Zion. Nah, nah. Oh man, his his name escapes me right now. But. Um, cause he he can play, he can play. Um, Dennis Smith Jr. That's who it is. Okay, okay, yes, yes, yeah, he can play. Yeah, like he, he, he damn good. Yeah, and and I I think I think that'll be a a decent starting five man, and just you know get that eight spot. Like I need I need something to happen good. Shit, <laughs> yeah, Dolan sure. ain't gonna leave, but. But I, I like Oladipo. Yeah, I'm gonna man. end up with Oladipo and Westbrook. Listen, so you brought up Giannis in the Heat, uh, and we're a year away, well, months away now since the damn playoffs are getting ready. I mean, that playoff season is getting ready to resume. Do you, um, where you got Giannis going? Man. It's down to two teams to me, two, and either one of them a world breaking. My money on the heat, though. You think he really likes that that situation, and it fits him. It does. It it fits him, and honestly, it could. Uh, it actually would help with Adebayo's versatility to me. Let Let me tell you why I I think he likes the heat more because it takes all the pressure off of him. Because Jimmy ain't gonna let nobody put the pressure on him. That's true. Jimmy, like Jimmy's gonna gonna show it all, dog, and ain't nobody gonna question it neither. So I go ahead. That's why I think you know he would prefer Miami. I think he's gonna end up going to Golden State. That's too easy. We have been trending. We have been trending in this direction for years now. He and Steph Curry. I don't care what anybody says. Talk regularly. I am. I'm about eighty six percent 
leaning on, on booking it for him to go to Golden State. And it's going to be unfortunate for Anthony Davis, who probably at that point will be the leader of the Lakers, and that's the first team he's going to run into as a, as a serious threat. And the funny thing is, Steph Curry, damn sure ain't going to get no finals MVP now. No. Like, it's a wrap for that. But, yeah, I got him. I got him definitely going to Golden State. Either way it goes, it's gone. Like I said, it, it's world-breaking. Like, it, it's over with. It's a wrap. Man. You, you know what I could see, though? I, I could I could see them making a making a play for for Joel and B. Oh yeah, because it's it does sound like we're training for uh the the Ben Simmons and B experiment to be over, right? Yeah. And and I, I think I think, you know, Doc gonna choose Ben Simmons over M B. Okay. If 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 the choice has to be made. That's that's just me, man. I you know, I like M B, man, but I wish he focused more on just becoming a dog in that paint, man, like Jokovic. Like Jokic. Um stop drifting out to the three, man. And like, God damn, bro. You can't nobody stop you down there. Use it. Just use it. It's true. It's true. It's true, man. So uh how much more time we got? Oh uh, man, we got we got we got a little bit, man. Um, you know, I, See, we 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 talked about a little football. We talked about a little mm-hmm. basketball, man. Uh, one thing I kind of want to talk about, man. You know, that's been in the news. Goddamn it, is it's been a lot of boxing news, bro. And you know, we oh, yeah, it has. We hadn't talked a whole bunch about boxing, man. Um, you know, that's that's probably that's that's one of my favorite sports to watch, man. I'm not a UFC I, I just, guy. I, I enjoy a good fight. I'm a UFC guy, but I appreciate boxing for what it is, man. The artistry that goes into it. So um but I I just it's like one of those um one of those things that I won't actively seek to watch it, but if it's on, I definitely stop what I'm doing and check it out. Well, you know, and, and I'm I'm the opposite, man. Like I, I look for it, man. Mm-hmm. And you know Especially like with this whole pandemic, man, we we we've seen a I think an unprecedented amount of big fights on free TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, PBC, uh, Fox, you know, a, like a ESPN bunch of plus, yeah, ESPN plus. Like we've seen a huge amount of fights, man. Um, <clears throat> and you know, we got a good one coming up uh, December. Mikey Garcia um, versus. Uh, God, who is he taking on? Had to had to wreck. Oh, uh, God. Errol Spence. Okay. We got that one coming. Um, and then we got Bud Crawford against uh uh Khan, I believe. Mm-hmm. But the the fight that <laughs> that hadn't been scheduled, but everybody's kind of talking about mainly because of one of the participants is Wilder Fury three. Listen. Did Deontay just wake up one morning and was like, look, man, I'm about to get the, the hype started for this shit. He just started throwing out all these allegations and basically said Tyson is ducking him and all this kind of stuff. And, and there shouldn't have been a match between uh, Tyson and, and uh, is it Joshua? 
Yeah, Josh. It shouldn't be a matchup between them because he hasn't gotten his his rematch and all that kind of stuff. And he just went on this tirade and he talked about uh he said he fired his his trainer because he did he lacked loyalty. And then said uh Tyson's gloves were loaded and I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Look, let's say Tyson's gloves were loaded. You were outclassed and outmatched in that fight. Right. It wasn't that his hands felt heavier. It wasn't that he could have possibly been on PEDs. It was because you were outclassed. Period. That's all it is. And and with that being said, man, I I do want the trilogy. I want to see him fight again. I do not believe Deontay Wilder has improved enough to change the outcome. Dog, he he didn't. Listen, man, first of all, if you go back and watch that first fight, and I, and I remember distinctly watching that fight, and, and, you know, I'm not a trainer or anything remotely close to it, and I'm like, I could tell every single time Fury is about to throw a punch. Every time he get, he get ready to throw a punch, he shuffle his feet. He do this little, this crazy little quick shuffle, you know, and I'm like, dog, if I could sit here and 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 see that shit, and I had been drinking Crown and shit since about one that afternoon, cause <laughs> you know, like I was in I was in town with my boys. We had watched all the football games, and you know, went to the, you know, went to the bar and shit, and watched games all day. We had been drinking just solid, dog, you know. And I saw this myself, and I could barely stand up. So, you know. And then, like the second fight, dog. He, like you said, he was our match. He was our class. He was. He was just like he just wasn't prepared, man. And, and he, that's because he wasn't. That's on him. And then, you know, he wore that ugly ass suit. And then tried to blame it on that ugly ass suit. Talking about the forty pounds had his legs weak. Like nigga, nobody told you put that on. Like you did that. And, yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, like. <laughs> Like, he like, has uh, so he's had so many excuses since that fight. It's, like it's, he's not taking accountability for himself. For anything exactly. You know, like I and, and and Fury, you know, he's he's mad about the shit he said. Like uh he had an interview, and this is what he said about all this shit Deontay saying. Deontay Wilder has tried to bring my character down with the bullshit he said. If I if I was like the rest of the world, I'd probably sue him for a defamation for about a hundred million, but I'm not really interested in doing that type of thing. He'll never get a shot at me. Finish. Never for what he said. Mm. <laughs> oh, How about man. That? like dog, just <sighs> he need to go fight Ruiz, man. And and you know. And, and and work his way up to 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 Joshua and, and like you need to fight your way back into fighting this man if he retains mm-hmm. the title. Like exactly, I, I don't know what else to tell you, bro. He he, I mean it could be argued he whooped your ass both times. That exactly. knock, I still think it was a slow count in that first fight uh, when he knocked down Fury, but that's just me. But if he didn't have that knockdown, he, he would have lost that fight. Oh, yeah. That's if he came out to the second fight, he got smoked. Yeah, second fight, he got smoked. Like dog, just just get your weight up and come back, player. 
That's it. You know, that's all. That's, that's all. Just, just come back. That's all you and, do. And, and speaking of goddamn comebacks, these next two niggas should not come. Well, one of them definitely shouldn't come back. <laughs> but on it, November twenty eighth, man, you you got Tyson, um, Roy Jones, bro. And, <sighs> Roy, don't do it. I'll do it. Just, just don't do it. I'll do it, man. Because, I mean, if you want to know if Tyson still got the dog in him, look no further than his amazing podcast, The Art of Boxing. Right. It's, it, it, and it's two instances where I knew he's the savage is still in there. The one where he said he, he feels like a bitch sometimes because he wants to, to turn back into that into that savage that he used to be, but he has to keep it at bay in one of the most terrifying interviews I ever saw. Hey, when he started crying? Yes. No, that, that shit made the hell of my arms stand up. Like, exactly, man, this nigga, man, this nigga's ill. Exactly. And the other one was when he put a little boost in his place. To his face. <laughs> so if you ever want to know if, Tyson, if Mike Tyson still scary motherfucker, I advise you to go check out that podcast on YouTube. But well, let me just dogs, say this, dog. Who gonna who gonna say something back to him? Exactly. Like I mean, come on, man, Boosie. You know, Boosie like a bantamweight dog. What he gonna say to him? Yeah, it's nothing he can say, man. That dude hit he hit Boosie in his chest and make his shoulders touch, man. You know, Not like good. Like listen, listen to listen to the story of of the games manager Wacko. Uh, no, listen you to know. the story of, of of Brad Pitt and Mike Tyson. Uh, right, but, I mean he he literally put hands on Wacko though. <laughs> yeah, he did. He and, did and you know, like a G Wacko owned that shit. It's amazing to me how people just see him as this this guy who's funny or whatever and a pretty cool personality, and they forget, man, Mike Tyson was damn near killing people in the ring. Listen, man, he told a nigga he'd eat his kids. Yeah, no. Shove his dick down his throat. All type yeah, of shit. All like, types of nasty shit. Like, dog. <laughs> this is not what the guy you're going you to you, you play with, man. This is not the dude. I remember when he snapped on the dude, uh, Porter, when and he was talking about uh, uh, he'll make him love him, and the, everybody in the room just got quiet right. while he was just going off like this. This was fucking terrifying, man. But anyway, Roy Jones, don't do it, man. Don't do it. I'm gonna watch it. Like I'm, I'm gonna watch it um, because I mean it's it's Tyson, dog. Like this is a matchup niggas wanted to see, you know, back in in 2001, 2002. You know, um, that never, you know, never happened, man. <sighs> like Tyson, like you said, Tyson still got that dog in him, and and Roy looked like you know, body head entertainment. Roy, like he smoking, he drank too goddamn much <laughs> to be getting in the ring with this monster, man. Yeah, this nah, is it's, it's gonna be a hell of a show, man. Like I saw, I saw a story talking about this fight, man. And have you seen that belt? No. They had a belt, man, and I don't know if somebody created it or what, <laughs> you know. But the belt had Black Lives Matter on it, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, man, raw, raw black life don't matter right now <laughs> <laughs> to nobody. And that's what I'm laughing at. Not the fact that they had black lives, not the fact that they got Black Lives Matter on it, but just considering how perilous this appears to be, man. Like, oh shit. <laughs> 
Like you fit, you fifty four, man. You you don't need to be getting hit by this dude. Nah, man. Fifty one, fifty anything. You don't right. need to be getting. And meanwhile, the other dude <sighs> changed his life around, man. He looked more ready today to get in the ring than he has in a long time. Right, like I listen, man. I I just I'm gonna just say this and be through with it, man. Um, I just hope both guys come out, you know. Alive. Relatively alive, intact. Uh, it, the, the odds ain't in your favor, Roy. I'ma just yeah. just throw it out there. Um, you know, looking at the training videos, yeah. Tyson getting after it, and Roy sitting there, you know, shadow boxing in some in some Gucci flip flops. You know, like <laughs> it's not gonna work for you, dog. It's not. But hey, nah. we gonna see. We gonna see, dog. November twenty eighth, right after Thanksgiving. <laughs> Nigga might not see Crip. <laughs> oh, God, it's tough. Man. All right, man. <sighs> so, so what? 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 What you got, man? For me, for you, for your culture shot, man. All right, man. Well, the the thing about uh, America is we love competition, and really, human nature as a whole loves competition, uh, and that even comes. When it, in the in the form of politics, sometimes, man, and uh, just what last week? Yeah, just last week we we watched the the election. We watched it closely. I've never watched the election this closely. Uh, like I was obsessed with it. I will say, uh, the running joke around my house was if you wanted some election results, my wife or my child would reach out to me and <laughs> come and ask me, "Hey, what we looking like?" Um, but by all accounts, Joe Biden has defeated uh, the mad orange tweeter by a significant margin. Nevada, so, Nevada must have had Mayweather counting them votes. Nah, Never mind. Go ahead. Oh, oh that's just, just, just come on. Man. I'm sorry. Go ahead. We, we can do better than this. But you're right. Um, it, 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 he won by a significant margin, even though we waited for days for Nevada. Uh, the state of Georgia and Pennsylvania turned from red to blue and basically secured the victory for our Sleepy Joe, who I hope will be uh, the president we need to undo a lot of the things that has occurred, not really in the government so much as the culture as right. a whole. Uh, the divisiveness hopefully can subside. With that being said, Georgia turning blue may be exactly what's needed for all the Atlanta teams to bounce back. (laughs) Because if it wasn't the Braves jobbing out, it was the Georgia Bulldogs. And if it wasn't them jobbing out, it was the Atlanta Falcons. Now, a lot of people say that the curse of Georgia kind of started with uh, the mistreatment of Michael Vick. Uh, but of course, it does still predate that. It does still predate that, and I've seen all the means until Georgia does or Atlanta does right. The entire state of Georgia won't have a winning team and all that kind of crap. Well, look, Georgia turning blue is all right with me. I think it's exactly what this state needs to turn things around in the world of sports. The Atlanta Falcons are, are winning what they've won their last two games since getting rid of, of uh, Daniel Quinn. 
The Georgia Bulldogs are probably still going to blow it. The Atlanta Braves, hey, they were almost in the World Series. There's hope for them yet. I'm just hoping that the change in the nation turns into a change for Georgia. I hope that brother beat Kelly Loeffler. Sorry, ass. <laughs> but with all of it being said, uh, I'm proud of, of what I was able to witness. Uh, I'm proud of the voting numbers that came back. Biden has the, the most votes of any president elect ever. Uh, whether they were a returning president or an incumbent president or, or whatever the case may be. Uh, but I, I just feel a, a shift coming in our nation, a positive shift, and I hope it maintains and somehow transi- transitions to Georgia's teams. No. <laughs> Listen, man, this election just showed it just reaffirmed and it, it uh, what people been saying that no lead is safe in goddamn Georgia. <laughs> in the state of Georgia, man. <laughs> it's no, just the time that it no worked in, in Georgia's favor. <laughs> right. But you know, you go to Georgia, you losing leads. It is what it is. Oh um, freaking amazing. Man, you know, uh for me, man, and, and I'm a, I'm gonna still stay with with the subject that that you you talked about um for me man this this is an amazing time to be alive to see mm-hmm. the to 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 see the power and the excellence of black women you talked about georgia man and let me be clear when i say my belief is it would not have happened if not for Stacey Abrams. Mississippi's own Stacey Abrams. Uh, Give her her flowers right now. And also, she should have whatever cabinet position she wants um, in in Joe Biden's uh, administration. I mean, fuck, Mm -hmm. if if Ben Carson, if Coon Carson could be over HUD, then Stacey could do whatever she (laughs) wants. Right. Like, let's, let's let's be real here. Um, but yeah, man, like that, that was just, you know, amazing to see. Um, I, I'm, I'm happy for Kamala. I'm happy for Joe. I'm, I'm happy for a majority of America, but let me be clear when I say that it, the fight has just started. And for all of you that voted, um, now you, you have to hold Joe accountable for his actions and his words just as much as we did for Orange Tiny Hands Bunker Boy. Okay. So, you know, that's 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 what, what I'm hoping. Um and you know, I was talking about boxing earlier, man, and and, and this 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 Trump Biden thing, you know, it it was a twelve round fight, man. And Biden won it actually in a knockout, bro. It wasn't by decision. It was a, a clear knockout. <laughs> because even if you look at your phone right now at 7 12 p.m. on November the 12th, 2020, this nigga still got 214 electoral votes. Exactly. He's trash. <laughs> <laughs> so 
you know. And for those of you who don't don't like it, when I when when Facebook uh let me back in, you know, hit me up. I'll respond. Uh until we can then, talk about it. Yeah, un, until then, you know, I'll come to Paula <laughs> and argue with you. <laughs> you know. Let you apparently that's something I need to check out, man. I've been hearing people throw it out. Yeah, man. So, you know, man, it's they, they 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 got carte blanche to do do and say what they want, dog. It is what it is. Uh, you know, they they left Twitter in droves. They leaving Facebook in droves. Bye, then. Yeah, I just like how all of a sudden the people who are gloating are our classless and we're sore winners, right? And we should be uh, focusing on what's coming next. There's no reason to sit here and talk about Trump. And I'm like, nah, man. And then. We may even get also uh, an amazing, unprecedented moment because it sounds like Secret Service is gonna have to escort this motherfucker out of here. That would be icing on the cake uh, to twenty twenty. Yes, like yes. <laughs> <laughs> you I know, want that so bad. <laughs> right, bro. I want him to pitch a fit. and for them to drag his ass out, and for his his hair to just slide off his head. <laughs> and laying on his shoulder while they while they dragging him out. I want somebody in Secret Service to call CNN before they get ready to do it. No, fuck it. Call TMZ. <laughs> That's who I want to see do it. Because they're gonna make it as salacious and as <laughs> as, as as nasty as possible, dog. Like I'm I'm here for it, man. But you know, all jokes aside, man, I I think you know, America has spoken and make no mistake, black folks ain't the ones who really put him in office. There's a lot of white Republicans that were sick of Donny Khan shit who said, no, nah, I can't do it either. And, and for those and of you who still... ain't the ones who voted out of office. Right. There's a lot of white Republicans out here was like, nah, fuck that. Yeah, like they they chose party over person. Mm-hmm. And And, you know... It is what it is. Um, but like I said, man, I, I just want America to move forward together. Right now, I have no interest in in peace with all the, the, the Trump people who told me to move back to Africa. Uh, <laughs> you will get these jokes and, and all these memes and, and all this pent up everything that we got until January 2021 when he is handcuffed and taken out the White House. So deal with it. It is. Anything else you got for us, man? Nah, man. It's been, it's been all good around my way, bro. It's been all good. I'm just, I'm excited. And, and you know, just waiting to see what's next, not only with the with sports, but our culture as a whole. Indeed. Um, before we do get out of here, man, I do want to tell you, man. I saw, uh, I saw a, a post you talked about this show on Netflix, and tell me why I sat there and watched the whole series, Blood of Zeus. Uh, was it not? Oh my God! Listen, we'll have to talk about that another time. But when I tell you, dog. It was fucking awesome from episode one to episode eight. Bro, I'm going to tell you one of my favorite scenes. I'm going to rewatch it. It's the opening where, uh, and I'm not going to give away any spoilers, where uh, Hermes is running to deliver the one character's soul to uh, the other side. 
and he's running, he's jumping through the run through the plains and jumping on the mountains and all that kind of stuff. I think that's one of the most beautifully done scenes I've ever seen in in animation, man. Like I love this scene. And honestly, I kind of want to run the show back. It was it's yeah, it's I'm running good. back, man. I'm yeah. I'm gonna run it back. But uh yeah, so if you into anime, you into uh you know Greek mythology and all of that, man, check out Blood of Zeus on Netflix. I guarantee you you will fucking love it. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Well, we've like like Trump's presidency, man, we've come to an end. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's pity, man. It, it it is, but you know, it is what it is. Um, that's it, man. Like I ain't really got nothing else to add, man. Just yeah. looking forward to this Thursday night game. Uh, it's Titans versus Colts. Yeah, 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 man. This this, this Titans versus Colts. Uh, but since we talking about it, who you got, Titans, the Colts, man. The Colts have an awesome defense, and to be honest, I really wish we could have seen this team with Andrew Luck. Because I think this would have been the team where it started to come together. This one in last year's team. Yeah. I got the Titans too. I, I got the Titans too. Uh I think they're gonna win tonight 27 20. Okay. I, I give them I give them 27 to 13. I can see that too. Yeah. Because Phillip Rivers gonna fill the rivers. Oh my god. I, I, it, it makes me sad. That tackle. Or that lack of tackle yeah. on that interception was tragic. Right. He is what he is, man. Washed. So, on behalf of my boy, Mr. Jarius Thomas, the unapologetic geek, on behalf of the Culture Sports and the Culture Sports Podcast, brought to you by Black With No Chaser and Black With No Chaser Sports, on behalf of myself, TK. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. We thank you for the likes, shares, and follows. And we look forward to seeing you guys next week. Peace.